Welcome, friends, to Game Master's Studio, where we talk shop about running tabletop role-playing games. With us today is Jared and Ed, with your host, Jerry. Hello, and welcome to Game Master Studios, where we'll be talking tabletop role-playing games, tips and tricks that you can do help bring your game at home up to the next level. Today we're going to be talking about an episode idea we've been kicking around for a little while and haven't touched due to superstition, but we've decided to give it a shot today, talking about ending the campaign. My name is Jerry, a.k.a. Frieden, host and moderator for the show today. With me in the studio is Jared, a.k.a. DMF, proprietor of Mad Doc Designs, creator of the World of Wrath and semi-professional DM, and Ed. Wait, we're ending the show? And that was the reason that we didn't want to touch on this before. No, we are not ending the podcast. Oh, thank God. We started talking about starting a group and starting a campaign. We didn't want to risk doing an ending the campaign and having that be the last show we did. We are not planning on ending the podcast anytime soon, but we did want to talk about getting to a stopping point with your game, wrapping it up, not only how to do that, but also when. So we're going to discuss some of the logistics there, some of the things that you can do, reasons, times, places, and how to stop a game. Well, I'd say from a pure storytelling standpoint, you know, they say when you make a story, think of the end. How does your story end? You know, that's one of the main things you should always think of. So, you know, if your story is about, you know, uh, um, fighting against an undead army to eventually go, you know, destroy a lich or something like that, well, your game is probably going to end when you destroy the lich. Or at least that's the basic idea for the story or the concept that you have going there. So certainly if you have something in mind that is the sort of end game, then there you go. There's your ending. It's all set up for you. Uh, But that being said, sometimes there are other reasons that games have to end that I'm sure we'll touch on. And also, if you're just running through the game, and even if you have a lot more planned, but it just feels like the end, all right, just kind of decide. You know, either this session or the next next session, it's over. And I I do think, just looking at the rules of dramatic and storytelling and all that, in your example, the battle with the evil army... Evil Undead Army led by the Lich, that's definitely the climactic battle. Right. Um, And then you have what in in literary and fictional storytelling terms is referred to as the denouement, which is basically, we've hit the peak and now we're coming down. We're seeing that the world is resolved, everything is safe, all is well, um, which can take up a session or two. Um, So just because you've had that big climax doesn't mean you're right there at the end. Right. But if it's time to wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of games. You can, you know, once that's once that's over, you can wrap up the rest of your story p- pretty quickly. You know, just say, okay, this sort of thing happens. That sort of thing happens. You certainly put more detail into it if you if you want, or if your players want to do that. You know, but uh, you know, if your story arc basically that was what you had planned was, well, now there's really nothing else left to do. You know, that essentially resolves everything. Then certainly do some wrap up, get that going, but. Uh, you know, it's really up to you at that point as to your style. Maybe the maybe it all ends at that fight, or maybe you spend another half an hour talking about what your character's going to do for a while. And I think there's a good example out there available, and that would be the finale for The Return of the King, The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Really, the climax happens in Mount Doom. 
spoiler alert, when the One Ring is destroyed, that is the end of, that's what the, everything was building up to. And then everything that happens after that is wrapping up the story, getting it done, at least for the film version. I know the book has some very important stuff that happens afterwards. Oh, yeah. um, I had a good friend of mine who said that he felt that the last 30 to 40 minutes of the return of the King could have been summarized in scrolling text. And he felt it wouldn't have hurt the film so much. I disagree, but at the same time, you could theoretically have done, and now this is what happens, and you go on your way, and this and that and that, and you're done. Um, or you kind of play out through it a little bit, get those fun scenes like you had in Return of the King. You know, no one kneels to you. Oh, I trekked halfway across the world. I'm damned if I'm not going to go talk to a girl sailing to the West, all that other stuff, which is some great moments um, in the story and in the cinematics. But by that point, really, the game part, I feel, is over. Yeah. The rest of it is just sort of storytelling at yeah. that point, which is perfectly fine. This is a yeah. role-playing game. It's all about storytelling. It really just comes down to your style and how you want to do it. You can wrap everything up there, or you can take you know, the good portion of a session to say, okay, so this sort of thing happens, this sort of thing happens. I would say if you are a GM and, and you know that the game is going to be wrapping up soon and that you have a final climactic fight coming up, and you want to do those sort of wrap-ups, just plan those in advance. Yep. You know, these, these are based on what you've done. This is how the, uh, the world will continue. You know, depending if you're the dwarf and you sided with the, the new-aged king or the old-school king, uh, then that's going to determine whether or not the dwarves uh, go on their new path and actually succeed and are like, you know... Uh, uh, profit from that and things actually change in the Dorvan society or or maybe you go with the old school way of doing things and nothing ever changes. Call themselves in the mountain. Dragon Age. In case uh, anyone forgot. Um, Another important uh, dramatic concept to bring up is uh, what's referred to as Chekhov's gun. Yes. You want to make sure that your guns have fired. Uh, the rule of drama there is if there's a Rifle hanging over the mantelpiece in the first act of a play, it will have been fired by the end of the third act. You know, if you set stuff up, you want to make sure that you hit it before you wrap up your game. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also a case of if you know if you where you're working towards, if you have that story set up, you can have things ahead of time. You know, if you know that you need to have a big dramatic airship rescue at the end of the game as the castle's collapsing and have them, the gnome talking about building his airship and how cool it's going to be and asking for investors to help and maybe the PCs throw some of their extra gold to him and that's why he shows up to help. Yeah. You know, build it up and make sure that you've, you've given them payoff for what you've built up to. I agree. Also, you may be considering... So you might have the end of a story. So say your characters are all like ninth or 10th level at the end of your game and they kill the lich or whatever. You might think... I'm done with the story as it is now, but I might bring it back later. You know, think of things that you, like ideas that you have immediately, sort of wrap those up. And then later, maybe, you know, uh, a few months or a year down the line, if you start a new campaign, you'll have new ideas based off of that. You know, but that, again, that's just, that's just flavor. Watch a movie 
Well, pay attention to how it ends. <laughs> um, that, would, that would be the big thing. I would say, like, what are, pick out your favorite movies and how they end. Take a look at that and, you know, and learn from them. You know, if you're setting up, another, just because one campaign's over doesn't mean you might not be setting up for another adventure or another campaign. Um, so you want to make sure that you're paying attention to those setups. Um, like Ed said, you know, sometimes it might feel like it just needs to end. It's an inappropriate spot, but you might actually have a lot more planned. So, you know, maybe you do want to wrap up that campaign just because it feels right. But again, it doesn't mean you can't set up the, you know, the next campaign or the campaign after that, you know, okay, well, we're going to finish campaign a, then we're going to go to do a couple little mini one-offs for a little while to take a break. And then we're going to come back to campaign B, which is really just a spinoff or a sequel of a, but I'm, um, you know, and any ideas you've had that you didn't use in a game, your players aren't going to know if you move it to the next game. Right. If it never showed up, if they never had any inclination that this was going on, they're not going to know that it's not something completely new that you came up with. Right. It's something that you planned or originally and never got a chance to do. Yeah. You might plan say, okay, well, originally we were going to kill all four horsemen of apocalypse, but we only got to kill one. Well, they don't know that there was three more or they don't know that you had planned on killing the other three off in this campaign. Now you have three sequels ready to go, you know, or you could say killing off one threw off the balance. They're now unable to bring about the apocalypse. Later on, you have a campaign. The three horsemen of the apocalypse have found a way to make it work with just the three of them. Life's back on the line again. And, you know, again, for the whole, like the resolution, you know, that's kind of like, again, like just like our last episode, kind of, it can kind of fall into downtime. You know what I mean? So you just pick and choose what you feel is appropriate, what needs to be played through, what doesn't need to be played through, what can be summarized. You know, a lot of that can, you know, like I consider, I personally like resolution. You know what I mean? It's, it's important. You know, you're, you want to feel that you've accomplished what you truly meant to accomplish, not just killing the lich, but making sure that the kingdom is okay. Um, So that's important. But again, it's a lot of the stuff that like, oh, and then it comes into the like, well, I want to spend my gold. Well, I want to do this. And I want to like, guess what guys, this is down time set you know time now you know like that's or campaign's over yeah exactly you want to spend your gold great right. sorry campaign's over that's what i'm saying like you know the campaign's over if you want to do some stuff with your character that happens in between then we can figure that out before we start the next campaign um i will i had one idea there that i wanted to bring up because when you were saying um look at movies see how they end one movie that i would advise against is butch cassidy and the sundance kid because from a movie standpoint, it's an amazing ending from a game standpoint. You players aren't getting that payoff. You want to make sure that when that climax happens, when it's there, your players are right in the middle of it. They're making it happen. They are changing the world. They are feeling like the heroes that they're supposed to be because they are the stars of your story. Exactly. Yep. They're, they're heroes. They're the stars. They are the, the protagonist, the the end all be all of your tale. And I'm not going to spoiler anymore. But Cassidy and the Sundance Kid for anybody who may not have seen it. <laughs> um, Um, the, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up, 
about ending the campaign as well. You know, if you do reach that end point uh, and people want to, you know, have downtime, just, you know, just tell them, you know, if I, I might bring this game back. If we do that, we'll worry about that downtime. That's an easy way across that. It was, I have a game. I have a game that's came to a climax, kind of, kind of ended, but at the same time, we're like, well, we know that there's a lot more plot points going on. We may come back to it. I know the players have kind of been like, yeah, we want to kind of can pick it up and continue, yeah. and we're going to be doing that if we ever come back to it. Like, here's what's been going on yeah. since we left. Yeah, and I think it's better to address that stuff at the beginning of the next adventure campaign, whatever it is that they're played in, better than rather. Yeah, and also rather than the end, because you don't know what might have needed to happen between A and B in order to get you to B. You know what I mean? Like campaign B might happen three weeks after campaign A, but it might also happen four years and across, you know, in another country away where all of a sudden you're picking up this character. Like now I have to explain what I've done for the last four years and how I got from country A, you know, you know, this country to that country, you know, in that time, like what, what would have made sense for my character instead of saying, well, okay, I ended this campaign. I'm doing this, 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 and this, and this is where I am. Okay. Now let's pick up B. Okay. Well, where I left off was I was over here doing this stuff. Like I was teaching, you know, I was teaching the poor children in Nicaragua, you know, like English. And now all of a sudden I got, you know, and I was retired. Now we got to come up with another reason why I'm now unretired and over here in, you know, in China doing black ops missions. (laughs) So, you know, if you wait, I mean, it's not that it's impossible, but it's just easier to like address those issues at the beginning of campaign B than the end of campaign A. I agree. Another important thing about ending campaigns is don't be afraid to do it. Right. Uh, there's the old saying that may or may not apply where it's better to burn out than fade away. Yes. A lot of people have a lot of stories about how this game group just kind of stopped playing and we were in the adventure and didn't really get to finish it up, but it was really kind of fun but we're never going to get back to it. Right. You're better off having, let's let's have a, an awesome session. Let's wrap it up. Let's get some sort of closure. We've reached the end of this road. There may be another road another day, but it's better to reach that ending, have that satisfaction of that full climax, uh, rather than rather than just having you know the, the unsatisfied, like, oh, right, yeah, I enjoyed that. Maybe, maybe we should have, wrapped it up oh well you know and and part of that too is uh again it goes back to if it if if it feels right to end the game end the game uh actually this the game i was just in that recently ended we were we were you know this is i bring up the evil army you know fighting the evil undead army in the lich it was actually what the game was about and it was a great game and uh the i now i don't know that the gm had more prepared Okay, I I feel like after defeating the army, we were supposed to go find the evil overlord or the evil lich or whatever. But the game really was feeling like it was making its way to the end. And in, in no way of like trying to get the GM to stop, a few of us had mentioned that. It's like, yeah, it feels like we're getting towards the end. So he may have had a lot more planned and decided this just feels like a good time to stop it. So he did that, you know, or that might have been the ending he was looking for anyway. I'm not really sure. But just in case uh, it was the first option, even if you have a bunch of stuff planned uh, for them to go find the bad guy after the big battle or whatever, 
there's certainly things you can do. Keep, you know, keep what you made, you know, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't just end it at a spot and say, this is it, this is over. You know, you, you guys, you know, you guys essentially win. You know, that doesn't mean that just because we killed the lich that he's no longer a threat. Mm -hmm. What are all liches famous for? They're phylactery. Okay, you got to actually kill them, kill the, destroy the phylactery to kill them. Okay, now our characters may or may not know that right away. We might not have that information or we just don't know where he is. So yes, if we're to pick that campaign up in the future, that might be something we go to do is to track down the lich. But having him, what he did was he had him come into this you know major battle to defend the last stronghold in the area. And uh, we were able to sort of ward him off. I won't get into any more of the details on that, but the idea was he was done at the end of it. Uh, our character survived. There was, you know, some epilogue stuff that we did, and the, the story was over. And we were all happy with it. It seemed like a natural point to stop it. We all had fun with it, you know? And I think uh, that's really what's important, is it needs yeah. to feel right. People need to have fun. Now, there's actually something, as you were talking that, we wanted to bring up when we were talking in our, in our pre-show discussions that was not only when to end a campaign but how mm -hmm. um i know we've you kind of had the discussion there of like the success right. you know this is the the successful climactic battle really is what it comes down to yeah. um that was how i wrapped up the last campaign i finished up it was a the big massive battle um we couple episodes ago, we talked about mass combat. This is a great time to have a big battle is at a campaign climax. We've also talked in one of our earlier episodes about the total party kill, oh, which, yeah. like it or not, is a way that, that campaigns. campaigns end. It's it, campaign killer. No, no, it doesn't have to be, but it can be. You can have it like, okay, everybody died. Now what? Yeah. You get that option of do we continue the campaign, pick it up and keep going, or do we get a chance to start something different, swap it around? Um, I, you know, I was discussing earlier that I feel Ed is actually a fan of the total party kill oh, because yeah. every game that he's run that I've played in has ended in a total party you know, kill, defense, with the exception of the one that is currently in progress. In my defense, you've only played in two other games that I've run, and one of them sure was a total party kill. But the other one was not my fault. That was the party killing themselves. Thank you very much. Which is hilarious because in a way, both of them could be considered to be the party killing themselves. And one of them was specifically me killing the entire party. Uh, Whereas I purposely ended a campaign by purposely killing the entire party. When we did the strands there, well, I mean, uh, there's supposed to be, there's like another part coming to it, but eventually, it, yeah, someday. <laughs> um, so you have, you have the total party kill. You have the big climactic battle. You can also wrap up a campaign simply by just having the, you know, the quiet success. They've saved the land. They've recovered the artifact. They're returning home. The heroes, you know, kind of the happy ending. Um, if you have the big climactic battle, the big mass battle, I feel like it's really, really hard to have the happy ending because war is horrible. There's all, going to be all sorts of damages. Um, and there's kind of an expectation in some of these fantasy tropes that is going to be the happy ending. You know, the sun comes out again, the rainbows fly, the pixies and fairies adorn the skies once more, and the world is good. Um, and you can kind of have that happy ending by not destroying the world in the big climactic battle, but instead having the players be successful and return home the triumphing heroes. Right. 
Um, any other ideas that we had come up with for good ways to end a campaign? Not when to, but how to. Save the damsel. Accomplish your goal. I mean, that's the big thing is like most, a lot of the time the goal is like kill the big baddie, but I mean, there are other ways to end campaigns. There are other goals that can be accomplished. You know, you don't necessarily have to kill the lich. You can just free the princess from the lich. You know, uh, maybe the lich isn't even around. He's just, you know, through the princess in some fortress and you might have or you princesses in a different castle. <laughs> um, or you fought the lich and he ran off. Or again, you fought him, but you didn't destroy his phylactery. Whatever you know. I mean, I'm not saying there can't be a big fight, but you know, like the 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 big the the campaign ender would be the accomplishing of the goal of saving the princess. The king has hired you to you know it's spaceballs. The king has hired you to save the princess of Druidia. Go save the princess of Druidia. Saving the princess of Druidia did not mean go kill Lord Helmet. He might have ended up being stranded on another. Planet planet but that was not the the uh, the goal you know you were there to free the princess you freed the princess everything else was inconsequential or not inconsequential but you know an afterthought you know it's just it's something else that happened but you do you do uh by bringing up space balls you do also bring up uh, uh the point and i think you had also mentioned it. you doesn't necessarily have to be a big mass battle if you don't want to do a mass battle you don't have to but you are probably going to face the boss like you should probably have some sort of entity or being, or something that is the physical representation of right. this campaign. Even if he's working for an overlord that you and you never get to. Yeah, I was gonna say even if he's just like the tower guard, you exactly. know what I mean? That's Somebody, yeah. But in in Spaceballs, there was that meeting with the boss, hilarious fight, <laughs> but a fight nonetheless. So that that sort of something is, as players, they're going to want to succeed, and part of that success will likely be you will have a villain or a figure for them to go after and they have to defeat that thing. Right. Even if they defeat it through trickery or they defeat it through, you know, spells or just intelligence or brute freaking force, doesn't matter. They're going to, you know, that probably going to want to go defeat that thing. Yeah. I mean, technically you can defeat the tower. I mean, maybe this tower is known for being full of like a thousand and one traps and they have to get through a bunch of traps, exactly. you know, but is but the, you like the, the trick, like you said, is like, do you want to overcome something yeah. and, you know, save the day? Um, now here, here's a, a little thought exercise that I came, that I come up with occasionally. What about ending the campaign on a down note? Um, specifically, in part of our pre-show discussion, we spent a good several hours discussing Star Wars and the ending of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. If you look at the original Star Wars trilogy, think of them as three independent campaigns, which they do really work as. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back ends on a down note. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert here. Uh, Luke gets his hand cut off and finds some information about his family. I'm not spoiling everything. Um Han Solo is captured and taken away. They need to figure out whose side Lando's on. It really does end on a down note. And then the next campaign picks up several years, like a year or two later, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like there's certainly some time between the two of them. Yeah, it's at least a year, I think. So what do you think about the feasibility of having a campaign end on the heroes are beaten but not defeated? And they have to move on and try to recover. What do you guys think about that? Um, I mean, I'm all for that kind of ending, but I think that there's proper ways to handle it. Because to me, that 
if you end a quote unquote end a campaign on that note, it doesn't really feel like you're ending a campaign so much as you're ending like. I mean, your next campaign is definitely much more of a, a sequel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, I have campaign A and campaign B that are linked by the heroes and maybe not necessarily the, the story as, as much, but definitely very much like a sequel. So it's almost like you're just putting a, a break in the ca same campaign. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, well, we've hit a a stopping point or a breaking point in this campaign but we're going to actually continue the same campaign later on you know what i mean yeah i would almost uh i mean i'd love to use it as an analogy but i would almost see the three the trilogy as the campaign right yeah, yeah. each one being an adventure or a large, you know maybe a longer adventure but still each one's an you know that's because that's kind of how i see it is like the campaign is the overarching story total you know what i mean so each movie would be like you know whether it's a long adventure or not would be like the adventure within the campaign yeah i mean unless i mean if you do go through the unfortunate process of the total party kill you know or even the most most of the party gets killed and the rest has just have to retreat then that is ending on a down note. That's just how that goes. That's just part of that. But that doesn't mean you have to stop there. You could say, okay, well, that's what I had. We're going to stop for now. Maybe play another game or two, but I'll restart from where we left uh, before. And that's certainly fine. Right. I would say if it's a big overarching campaign that you do not plan on uh, playing again, you know, you want to be aware of that. But again, if you set up a boss and he has minions and the players, you know, find themselves surrounded by some of his best minions and he's a boss, they might very well all die. So if the if it ends there, it ends there. And that's just one of the things that everyone has to deal with. If that campaign does end on that sour note, then uh, you sort of just have to be well you know, you, you have to, you have to realize, well, we, you know, we had fun playing, uh, didn't always, didn't end, you know, you know, probably the way any of us wanted it to end, but th we now know how the story ended. We know, we know what happened here. These heroes came and they were not able to defeat the bad guy. So maybe later I'll throw together something else that has the same villain in it and there'll be more history to it, more story, especially if the players either bring back the players that ran away or if they bring in new players who are maybe related to the Earlier characters. I'd love to do a game that winds up in a total party kill. And then like a year or two later with some of the same players, the campaign is going and going. And then they find out that, that it's the same plot they're trying to foil. And yeah. they are the second party of adventurers to try with the first one fallen. And yeah. to surprise my players with that, not tell them ahead of time, but instead they're coming in and like, oh, wait, oh, we're going after this guy. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Fine. So <laughs> I was like, fine. So I told you ahead of time with strands. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with ending like on the empire strike back. note. But to me, it's not ending the campaign. It's entering like one part of the campaign, like ending an adventure. Yeah. And, but, but the big thing that I would say, no matter how you want to look at it in the, in the grand scope of things is if you end anything like that on that sort of note, you want to be ready to go right back into that and start like, you know, like the next session or like, you know, okay, we're going to take one or two weeks off, but we're coming right back into this story. Like you don't want a matrix to it and just leave it hanging for like three years. Right. Like, uh, so we're going to, we're, we're going to have some downtime and then you guys are going to, 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pick right back up because again, you know, when you when you finally conclude something and end it, end it, end it, you want you know again, you're the heroes. You know, if it's not like a TPK or not some sort of weird like memento kind of epic, intentional weirdo ending, you know what I mean? Where things kind of end on a kind of a bit of a down note, but like you're like your mind's blown at the same time. Spoiler <laughs> alert: Memento ends at the middle of the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, typically again, you know, your, your, your players are the heroes. So you want to end on the high note, you know what I mean? You want to have the big glorious battle or whatever, you know, but they, you know, end end on a high note. That's going to be the big thing. You know, if, if you have an empire strikes back kind of, you know, ending, then be quickly ready to go into, you know, return of a Jedi. I mean, it, it may not happen. Um, I actually, the re probably the reason Jerry brought up that I'm a fan of TPKs is because I told him a story of, uh, a group that I'd been running for and we'd had a number of uh, sessions. It'd been a fun game. And then a group of the group of characters went off to face uh, a dragon. And, uh, you know, he was uh, a, f a few levels above them in CR. I think he was uh, like, he's a CR 10 and they're like seventh level group. Not only do they have to fight the dragon, but they have to wade through his army, that sort of thing. Uh, long story short, TPK, you know, and it just happened. And after it happened, you know, we kind of had the talk. Well, these sorts of things happen. You know, they're all experienced gamers, so they get that. And I, I offered it to him. We ended up playing something else. But, of course, I offered to him, hey, if you guys want to keep playing in the same campaign world, then we can certainly do that because this can continue moving forward. Um, and we just chose to, to do something else at that point. But, uh, you know, uh, it sometimes they end on that note where, well, that happened. Yeah. And again, sometimes it's intentional, like with strands, like I wanted to, you know, kind of give you guys it's in like the play style of that game was like, you know, one giving you guys like I handed out lots of power. You guys are very powerful characters. Oh. And I wanted it to be like, Indeed. <laughs> I wanted it to be just kind of like fun and crazy and stupid overpowered. But I also wanted to kind of like have it be a little bit different. And again, like, you know, just very kind of fun and whimsical. We're like, we're doing a lot of weird plane jumping and I wanted time to kind of be like this weird factor. So like my intention, right. For, you know, from go was, tpk the party but then have you guys all wake up as if you had just had a dream of these characters that just died you know what i mean so again like we're those someday where we pick up which you you guys already know how it ended you know we played through this but like you wake up as a new character that's like the descendant of your previous character that just had like just you woke up ever after having this vision of your past life right. you know what i mean so like you know an intentional ending you know a stopping point but again in my opinion that's the end of that adventure but not the campaign right. someday we'll pick up that campaign again on the next leg of the adventure as these new characters that are descendant of your you know first characters like jerry said you know again still trying to accomplish the same goal decades later you know, I don't even, I haven't even decided exactly how much time has passed, but it's going to be a nice chunk of time. You know what I mean? Several decades, maybe several centuries later. Yeah, I think, I think when we were originally doing it, you said two centuries, but I, there, there wasn't anything hard and fast. Yeah, yeah. Two centuries sounds about right for what I was thinking, but. So we ha we do have one last segment to, uh, that we wanted to touch on, and that is when to end a campaign. Not necessarily along the lines of, you know, when it feels right, but why you know, you may have to, there may be some options there. Um, you may have a change in schedules may wind up making it so that you players can't make it. You may want to end the campaign and move to something else where you can have people 
make it. Um, my one that I had to end was because the person that was hosting wound up changing jobs. They weren't able to host on the days we played. They weren't able to play on the days we played. And we really didn't want to continue the campaign without him in the game because of how central a character he was. Um, so we wrapped it up. We came to the, to the climactic battle. And essentially, we're now... If we can get that group back together again, we may very well start that right back up. We're like, okay, we're playing Shadow of the Tower again. You guys go back to your old roles unless you would like to come up with a new character. Um, you may also have, and I hate to say it, personality conflicts. Yep. You have stuff that happens. I've seen I've seen a game fall apart because there's two people that were dating in the group. They broke up. They didn't want to see each other. Neither one wanted to show up at the game, risking the other one being there. We lose a chunk of the game group, and it just kind of bleeds out and loses momentum. I had to end a game that I'd actually had going for a while um, because we we eventually got down to a GM and two and a half, three players, essentially. And I say half because we had a third player, but we weren't always able to show up because of their schedule. Uh, and, uh, for that group, I, you know, I continued the game for a little while, but I was running off the challenge of, you know, now everything was too difficult for them, you know, and I either had to really tweak my concept for the game. It was a, it was a D and D D and D game. I either have either had to make them more overpowered or I really had to just, you know, weaken the enemies you know, or I had to make a lot of tweaks to this campaign that I was didn't originally want to do. You would have had to compromise your vision. I had to exactly. I would have had to compromise it. So I ended up telling everyone, "Okay, we're going to do this last bit here." There was like a little adventure that we did, and then that was it. That was the end. You know, I told them ahead of time. You know, if we can get more people, then I'd be more than happy to bring this back and we can continue the the mission. But for now, we should play something else because there's only three of us, and we changed to a system. Uh, Heroes Unlimited, where we're playing superheroes, and that system really doesn't matter how many players you have. You can you can tool it around solo campaigns or huge games or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't think necessarily like this would be like the factor to end a campaign, but sometimes after campaign has ended, it's like let's take a couple weeks off. You know what I mean? Like, let's just take a little mini break, which we've done several times with our group. Like we've been gaming, you know, in several varieties, you know, Jerry and I, you know, with this incantation of a group for what, like three years or so. Uh, I almost, cause I'm thinking with this gaming table has been, even more than that yeah um and during that time we've taken a couple you know we've taken a couple little hiatuses but unfortunately sometimes that's not always a good thing because sometimes it's harder to get everyone riled back together again but sometimes you just you got to take a break you know or like hey like it's coming up on winter it's going to be you know especially if you have several people that are traveling you know like look uh, i don't really want to travel during the winter you know snow blah 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 blah. yeah exactly holiday season's coming up let's just call let's just take the next two three months off and after the holiday slash snow season, we can pick it back up again. Or you could have the opposite where it's like, Oh, Hey, summer's coming. This is, you know, when am I landscaping business? This is what I'm doing all my work. I'm working seven days a week. When winter time comes, I'll be able to play more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It can go either way. I mean, I don't personally uh, understand any of that, but I understand that there are other people out there whose (laughs) lives don't revolve around gaming. So I guess it's a thing you have to deal with. I'd like to take a moment and put this into perspective for our listeners. At one point, Ed was playing in, was it six games a week? 
and complaining that he wasn't getting enough gaming. Yeah, so uh, I have a monthly game. I have a weekly game on Saturday nights, uh, a weekly game on Monday nights, and uh, we had a weekly game on Sundays that unfortunately was not quite going through. Uh, and uh, I thought you had another one during the middle of the week. There was a point where I had a bi-weekly uh, Sunday night game as well, but that I, I didn't yeah. I didn't quite stick with that. But uh, uh, but no. Uh, so even though I already have three other games that I uh, that I'm playing and whatnot, whenever whenever the Sunday game doesn't quite go through, I always get a, a little upset because I wanna I wanna be gaming. And then I know there are other people who are like, man, I got I got one game a week, and sometimes I don't even want to go. And it's like, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a thing? So, Make sure that you are playing the amount of gaming that you would like to. If you'd like to get an extra gaming, we have podcasts on how to start a group or how to find and join a group. You can always set up. Like I said, Ed has all of these games, but no two of them are with the same group. He just floats from group to group to get his gaming fix on. And we... If you ever hear us joking about Ed being a junkie, that's the joke. Is he's yeah. an RPG junkie. He always wants to be playing. We have yet to find a level of RPGs for Ed where he is content. <laughs> um, so we're kind of off track there by a lot. So we're just going to kind of wrap it up and end this session. But not the actual podcast. But not the actual podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week. So we are continuing to come in. Or I guess I should say download next week. (laughs) We are continuing to come in with new material every week. And you can definitely get in touch with us. We are on Twitter, GMS Studios. We have our message board, GameMasterStudios.ProBoards.com. And we are, of course, available on Facebook. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think of the show, any questions you might have, any topics you'd like us to cover, or any feedback. We'd love to interact, hear what you guys think, and see what we can do to help you out. We will be going over everything we've got so that we are not ending our podcast and we will see you the next time that we are back in the studio.